SAFM. Welcome to Otherwise Mzansi on SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. My name is Shadow Twala. Hazel Makuzeni produces the show, and Garnet Nguenika is our technical producer for today. You may reach us on 0892102010, email otherwise at safm.co.za, tweets at otherwise SAFM, or at Shadow Twala. Now, Sue Fisser is a health researcher who's going to talk to me about muscle cramps, why they occur, and what solutions there are, if any. Then, MD of Urbane lifestyle pumim tembu tells us all about waist trainers that are all the rage at the moment are they safe well we'll find out from her first though our lunch bite for today vanity and pride are different things though the words are often used synonymously a person may be proud without being vain pride relates more to our opinion of ourselves vanity to what we would have others think of us that was by jane austen Otherwise, on SAFM. Yay! Now, Sue Fisser is a health researcher, writer, foodie and product developer for Nature Fresh. She joins me now on the phone. You're fast becoming my favorite person, Sue. Thank you, Shadow. Welcome. Uh, I can only but bow in your shadow. <laughs> <laughs> now, before we start talking about muscle cramps, I've got a twitch in my eye. And that's been, yes. that's been there for days. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> All you have to do is reach out for a little bottle of what we call tissue salts. Then you go for the one that they call MAGFOS. So write that down. M-A-G-P-H-O-S. MAGFOS. P-H-O-S, yeah. Now, people who know about what we call tissue salts will really be tittering now and twittering because that twitch on the eye... It jumps up and down and up and down. It's so typical of the magnesium. It's not a shortage of magnesium, but it's an imbalance of magnesium. Uh-huh. And when you suck these little tissue salts under your tongue, the message gets into the bloodstream and goes right up to the eye and tells it to stop its nonsense. Okay, so... Really uh, quite uh, brilliant. And, and that's one of the first breakthroughs I ever made when I was studying homeopathy. Oh, the wow. direct, the eyebrow twitch take the little pill under your tongue and it goes away and I was I was sold on tissue salt okay so nothing to do with urban legends that says I'm going to see someone I haven't seen for a long time or that sort of thing I mean we do that all, all day <laughs> <laughs> so muscle cramps um, and you know the more people I spoke to today in the office talking telling them what we're going to talk about I said I had one the other day and I didn't know what was going on and they're getting more and more painful and, um, you know, they, they, they keep people worried. So one lady says to me, her grandma said, it's, it's, it's uh, the, the veins are blocked, or, you know, so blood is not coming through or flowing yes. through as it ought to. Now, how far true is that? Now, Shadow, I can sympathize with them being more and more noticeable and more and more what I would say ladies, the fairer sex, are affected by muscle cramps. Then you have to look at a correlation of what is the cause. You know, I've, I've quickly had to dive in and go and do a bit more homework. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> you people make me work hard. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love it. Because, I love it because of all the updates you're getting. The old-fashioned thing was, well, you need more salt, more, more magnesium, potassium, but blah, blah, blah. All that gets boring because why then, if we know about athletes who do take enough salt and magnesium and potassium and they prep themselves for the run, why do the female runners get cramps mm, mm. of a specific kind and why do the men get cramps of a specific kind so I went and 
try to figure out what, what, what is it that the ladies are doing in common. And most of the women who are running or people of our age are affected by hormones in some way. Mm-hmm. Now, when you're taking something that takes a lot of estrogen, you know, being on a birth control pill or some forms of HRT, mm-hmm. it knocks out the one vitamin that controls the cramping, the nervous, nervous activity, and that is vitamin B6. So anybody who is taking hormones is automatically going to be compromised in vitamin B6 and therefore more vulnerable to muscles locking up and cramping. Wow. And other forms of dysfunction. I mean, the most blatant one, shadow, and don't, don't, don't grow old unless you know this. <laughs> if it's the first symptom of Parkinson's disease, it's actually the first symptom of a vitamin B6 deficiency. <gasps> if you think you're getting carpal tunnel, you're basically exhibiting a vitamin B6 deficiency. So why not, if you're getting a calf muscle, are you not exhibiting a vitamin B6 deficiency? Mm. Because these things spring on us, as you say. It's suddenly just twang, and some of them lock up, or some of them get you at night in bed. There are various causes and groups of things that are disturbed in the body, and one can't just blatantly, like an old wife, say, oh, you must all eat more potassium, mm. or like your grandmother said, try this or that. You basically have to find out why the modern woman is getting it. And definitely the thing I can lead to there would be the vitamin B6 problem. I know a lot of us take our multivits like good girls. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, it's against the law to provide enough vitamin B6 to do all the things it should be doing in your body. Now, so you let's let me... used to get a, a lady that had 100 milligrams. And again, the law will block them from doing that. So they only put in a miserable two or three milligrams. I mean, that's pathetic. <laughs> now, Sue, let, let's let's track back a bit. Um, you say mainly females, and 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 I know. And and are you saying females that that run or do lots of exercise? Yeah, any female who has got a compromised vitamin B six status, and and along with that comes also problems with magnesium if your eyebrow is twitching the magnesium you may be getting enough but it's not it's being impaired when it comes up to your eye it's twitching Mm. it means it's not reaching there properly so we have to put minerals in at what we call the gross level you know the bricks and the mortar but you also have to put them in sometimes at a vibrational level but then i i hear of pregnant women who also are prone to 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 these muscle cramps yes yes but now again there's two types of muscle cramps I don't think they'll be going jogging out on a marathon. (laughs) (laughs) There's cramping of smooth muscles and there's cramping of skeletal muscles. Mm -hmm. And on the smooth one, on the uterus, then it's definitely got something to do with the calcium and magnesium ratio. And it's like all girls who get their menstrual cramps, in order to release a menstrual flow, the minerals change in your blood and the calcium and magnesium are affected. They have to withdraw very suddenly to, to, to cause the menstrual release. Mm-hmm. And that is why you cramp. It, it's not a deficiency of panados and ponstans. It's actually a deficiency of <laughs> calcium and magnesium in that case. So minerals that influence how a muscle contracts will then be calcium, potassium, magnesium, and sodium. Ten out of ten. Hey? <laughs> All marks. And that's how your heart actually beats. It, 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 it's a conversation between those four minerals. So when, when, when anything's disturbed, at, you know, away from the heart, when, you, when you're looking at those conversations and you're looking at nerves and muscles, and um, pardon me, but we're going to get a little bit scientific here. Mm-hmm. If you look at how a muscle contracts and relaxes, 
it has to do with um, communication between the nerve synapses. So somehow you've got to pull the muscle tight and then you've got to let it go. Mm -hmm. And the two particles that jump on and off those receptors are calcium and magnesium. Now, in terms of overuse of a muscle, you're going to block the passages and the calcium tends to build up on the muscle mm. and it causes it to contract. The magnesium's there, but there's just this lack of communication. I mean, it's like other parts of South Africa, isn't it? <laughs> it can blame a lot on poor communication. And so too in the body. You know, when, when one person is not doing their job, or is, as we say, not worth their salt. And it's funny that salt actually conveys the nervous impulse mm. and makes the calcium and magnesium do their thing. You know, contract, relax, contract, relax. You did a few thousand times and you've run a, a kilometer or two. Mm. No, but if something is not talking to the other one, that's where the problem comes. Could, could these uh, also contribute to a heart attack maybe or heart failure of any kind? Yes, absolutely. And this is where we're going to get onto the men now. You know, we've, we've given the girls a bit of a whack about you take the pill, but you're depleting your body of vitamin B6. The men can also be depleted of vitamin B6, and um, that is one of the problems. If they're not getting enough vitamin B6 before a race, they're going, to, they're going to get a nervous malfunction, and it's going to be on the part that you're using most, and that's why it hits them in the car. Mm. But the biggest one, and this is my aha moment, where I've, I've really gotcha is where they have got cholesterol problems and they're taking a certain drug called a statin. I'm sure you could read off all the different names of the statin drugs. Um, but all of them, they're, they're trying to control your cholesterol levels, but um, you're eating things that are making them go high anyway. And you don't, you know, that's another topic. But what the statin drug does is it goes and it depletes your coenzyme Q10. Now, any of the wise geeks out there who want to go and do an internet search, search like I did on how coenzyme Q10 affects muscle cramps. Okay. And you come up with a scary story. As you said, heart attacks, muscle spasms, um, all sorts of horrible neuromuscular deformities and, and, and problems that we have these days comes from a lack of coenzyme Q10. So here you've got this, 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 this smart-ass runner who's... who's made a mess up of his life and he's been eating all these starches and uh, that's actually what makes cholesterol levels go high. Mm -hmm. And he's on statin drugs and he's on, you know, he's got no Q10 in his body and he starts running. What's going to happen? Sure. Oxidative stress sets in. You know, you, you, when, you, when you're running, you're becoming very, very acidic. You are, you, your free radical damage is scoring like anything, big time. And it needs your antioxidants to protect your muscles and your nerves and everything. But in this pool of acidity, it's contributed to by things like lactic acid. Now, directly, that doesn't really cause a muscle spasm, but it doesn't help when you're a pool of acidity and you're lacking in coenzyme Q10. Mm. So the warning sign is, wait, stop. So your legs cramp. It's sort of trying to tell you something, isn't it? Mm. Mm. <laughs> so instead, you, you, you go off to the sports clinic and you get special massages and physio and all that crap and painkillers and this and this and this. But basically... You know, if you do something wrong with your body, you're going to get the, you, it's cause and effect. Mm. So, so there were a lot of effects so, that come up as cramps. So let's, let's again go back to young women because a lot of, a lot of us grew up cutting out milk and those kinds of things and saying, oh, it's going to get me fat. And, um, you know, we, we, we don't re, we, we, we don't uh, replace it with anything that probably has calcium. 
what foods should we be having um, constantly? And I, I want to talk about young girls at the moment as well, yes. who might be listening. Just to, right. to to to, and if again you can take uh, supplements, but you should be eating well as well. All the kinds of foods that will give you all the minerals you require. Yeah, shadow, you you kind of reading my mind because <laughs> it's very hard to to tell someone how you can get calcium out of a diet without all the other interactions going on. And now, if you, if you look at something like milk, yes, you can get, you know, a, a thousand milligrams of calcium from milk if you look at the, the little, you know, those lists of dietitians give you, look, there's so many of this and this in the milk. Mm-hmm. And so you drink milk and you're going to get that in your body. Okay. Forget it. It's just only when the calcium leaves above the level of phosphorus in the milk. And there's maybe about 2% over the calcium to phosphorus ratio <laughs> so you, your body is going to have to use the um, the calcium in the milk to keep the phosphorus mm. neutralized so there's no free calcium coming off the milk as such free form calcium when you're young it's best to just go and take a supplement and load your bones you load your bones from about 12 to 30 years of age and for the rest you you, you start to use up your skeletal calcium so it's best to supplement, and you do that with calcium and magnesium, and that's another boring subject, my darling. <laughs> I've written so much on calcium because I made one of the very first and most effective calcium supplements to protect my own bones, you see. <laughs> Sue, stay on the line for me, please. Otherwise, on SAFM. Sue says my guest, and we're talking about muscle cramps and what causes them and how we can prevent them if we can, what supplements to take. And I, Sue, I, I really, we started talking about calcium, but I, I, I'm not too sure, magnesium and potassium and sodium, is there a supplement that will contain all of them and how much should you be taking um, in, in, in each? What, what sort of uh, amounts do you look for to know that you've, You've you've kind of you're covered really. Shadow, you being lazy, you want to just take a pill and not think about anything. Don't make it your hard time. <laughs> I, um, firstly, the deficiency. Uh, does it does it? Um, can you measure your deficiency and then uh, maybe take a supplement for that amount of deficiency? So now you want to take yourself to a laboratory, measure the deficiency, take a pill. <laughs> Naughty girl. <laughs> no, I'm just teasing. <laughs> Calcium and magnesium belong together as, as a, a partnership, mm-hmm. and they have to be within the correct ratio. So you, you have three times more calcium than magnesium, okay. and you're talking about elemental calcium here. So no matter what the calcium is latched onto, whether it's lactate or tartarate or citrate or ascorbate, or, you know, they're coming up with more and more fancy names, but basically the body just takes whatever the calcium's attached to mm-hmm. and throws it away and takes it and, and sticks it onto a carrier protein and goes and puts that on your bones. And the bones, the calcium comes and goes off the skeleton throughout your life and your teeth for that matter. Mm-hmm. So you, the calcium has to be there and in the foods to a degree you can take off the calcium from the milk. As I said, it's bound to the phosphate but it doesn't really solve the whole problem. Mm-hmm. Freeform calcium is much easier to get hold of than food-bound calcium. Okay. And dietitians will probably tell you otherwise and they always listen all the foods we eat, but we've all still got the calcium and magnesium deficiencies because when a young girl gets a, a menstrual cramp, they're immediately telling me that the magnesium isn't there in the right balance to the calcium. Mm. And that's why they get the pain. 
as I said, it's not a deficiency of an aspirin or a painkiller. It's actually a deficiency of those two minerals. Okay. So tell me anybody who can eat food today to, to actually get that right, and I would be amazed. Mm-hmm. So, uh, it's, it's not that easy. You can chew a piece of drawing board chalk if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I remember lots of people would do that. I had pieces thrown at me. <laughs> but um, when it comes to the sodium and potassium, there are different ways of, of, of getting the sodium to balance the potassium. And we are so historical about we just stop eating salt. As you know, we spoke about that. Yes, yes. But it's mainly get more potassium in your body. Now, the dietitian will say, well, you must eat your vegetables, you must eat this and this and this. But, you know, really, <laughs> it's not easy, again, to, to get free-form potassium out of all that lot. If you're in a hurry, you can get it from something like cream of tartar. Mm. You know cream of tartar in the, the cookery shelves in, yes, in, in yes, the supermarket? Yes, yes, That's potassium tartarate. And mm. it, particularly when you're running and you do want to boost up your electrolytes, I've always used to tell people before the marathons and their walks and they take half a teaspoon of that in a little bottle of water. And it, it will give you a, a quick boost of potassium. Because when you're lo- losing a lot of the sodium, when you're sweating and so on, mm. and often the sodium and potassium levels go... AWOL. But you know the most delicious secret, and now this is something you like, do you like licorice? Or the Dutch, you know the Dutch salted licorice called Delta Drop? I'm not a licorice fan at You're all, not a licorice. Have no. you ever tried the salted licorice? No. No. Delta no. Drop. My husband will be laughing, he's Dutch. <laughs> <laughs> that licorice contains a hormone called aldosterone. Mm-hmm. And it's a very clever thing that balances sodium to potassium. Okay. So the Dutch got it right in that they, they, you know, you get addicted to this outer drop, and for good reason in the hot weather, it's a salted licorice that you eat. And people who are familiar with marching in the desert, like Napoleon marched the whole French army through the Sahara <laughs> Desert, we put them on licorice and salt. Well, I'm off, to my, I'm off to my supermarket to try and get some. Yeah, don't forget your MAGFOS. No, I, I won't. Magfoss and, and licorice is salted one. Uh, that's what I'm going to look for. But now, if taken in excess, I mean, can, can you overdose on, on minerals, uh, especially um, when you do in supplements? We've got things called kidneys, and if there's too much of anything, it just filters it out and um, you excrete it. Mm-hmm. If it wants more sodium and you haven't got enough sodium in your body, it will actually um, recycle the sodium because we've got about two liters of a uh, bicarbonate of the suspension going around the body all the time. So if, if that gets too concentrated, the body will just kick it out. And as I said last time we spoke about the salt problem was that mm-hmm. if the sodium is too low, then the potassium has to be thrown out as well. So that's how you really leach out your minerals is if you don't keep enough salt in your body, mm-hmm. then you have to actually throw out potassium to keep as low, the, the, the sodium as low as your potassium and it's just so nice to just add, you know, you've got a lovely salt selection there. Just take some of your salt. Oh, yeah. No, definitely. Yeah. I, I'm, well, I'm, I'm, I've got so, so much variety of salt on my, on my table. And, and, and which one is your favorite? All of them. Depends oh. on what I'm, I'm eating and what and I'm And you cooking. can taste the difference. Because they have flavors, different flavors. Yes, yes. yes. Yeah. I, I found some black salt. I have black salt as well. Yes. Taste of garlic. Yes, yes. There's, uh, there's black salt, there's chili, there's lemon, and then there's the citrus one, and then there's garlic. They, 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 they're beautiful. They're beautiful. Garlic mm. and herb ones, mm. yeah. So those, those are all beneficial if swallowed. But if you, if you want a sweet and sour 
you know, like um, salt and vinegar flavor. Mm -hmm. Just now add a little bit of the cream of tartar to it. Wonderful. Wonderful. A taste of lemon juice and salt. So lastly, Sue, I want to ask you before we run out of time, we've got about a minute left. I want to ask you how we choose our supplements. Uh, what should we look out for? You know, you, there's so many that they bring out, as they, you said. They, they there's so, so many, many on the shelves. Um, you have to do a basic multivitamin. And do you get extra vitamin C? You can get a, a, a tablet with, um, I mean, not vitamin C, vitamin B6 and magnesium. Okay. They used to have a tablet that would supplement on that one. Okay. And, and don't say eat more peanuts and lentil sprouts. And that people just don't do that. <laughs> Let them get a, a very safe, well designed multivitamin add the vitamin b6 to that take a basic calcium and magnesium supplement these days they you do need your vitamin d3 you do need your vitamin b6 and um, when i formulated one i actually added the tissue salts the the, the magfos and the calcfos and all the tissue salts you know the micro messages so my calcium supplements basically hardware and software Okay, so and it, 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 it's pretty effective as such. But uh, you know, you can um, take a pick and a shovel, and you can kind of pick out some calcium carbonate from a quarry, and you can crush up some magnesium if you want to. Listen, you I, can eat I, all the spinach in the world, and it won't help. Sue, thank you so much, darling. <laughs> but listen, I want you to come back and talk to us about uh, osteoporosis and all of that uh, in, in, in a different program. Because how are you I going think, to stop me? Hey. How are you going to stop me? <laughs> That's my, my, my pet subject. But, you know, the listeners can start looking up on the website about osteoporosis. And I'm very proud to say an old lady once sent me a set of bone scans. And after three months of just taking, she was too, too lazy to mix powder and water and drink it. She took the tablets. Um, that there was actually a reversal of, of, of osteoporosis. Well, that's our, next, that's our next topic. I love you very much. Thank you for talking to us. Thank you, Shadow. Thank you for your time. Thank you, everybody. Bye-bye. 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 It is time now for news headlines with Sir Utsile Sako. Okay, thank you so much, Utsile. You know, it, I'm, I'm looking at this. My, my next guest is, is joining me on the phone in a bit. Um, she's the managing director of Urbane Lifestyle, Pumim Tembo. Otherwise, on SAFM. Now, my guest joins me to talk about waist trainers. What are they? Are they safe? What do they do? Pumim Tembo is the managing director of Urbane, Urbane Lifestyle. Pumi, hello, welcome. Mm. Thank you for your time. Pumi has, I've just lost Pumi, but I tell you, it's something like a corset. Um, apparently, uh, Kim Kardashian and a whole lot of other, um, celebrities use these. Um, and I, I'm not too sure how uncomfortable they are or comfortable, but when you use them, do you use them all day or do you use them certain parts of the day? And you're training your waist to, to do what? To stay smaller or to get smaller? I'm not sure. But um, Pumi um, runs this company that actually uh, sells them. And I need to know what they're made of, what they do, and if they are safe at all. So let's talk to Pumi. Pumi, hello. Thank you for your time. Hi, how are you? I'm good and you. Very well. Are you wearing a, a waist trainer at the moment? No, no, I'm not wearing one. <laughs> what are we talking about? What does it look? Because I've just said, I've just told my listeners that you know it's probably like a corset. Is is that what we're talking about, more or less? Indeed, indeed. It's actually called a waist cinching corset, and it's made of latex and cotton fabric. Latex. The exterior is latex, and mm -hmm. the interior is cotton. 
So how does it work for me? Well, how it works is you wear it for several hours during the day as you would wear your bra. Mm -hmm. And you hook it on the first hooker on like you as you would wear a bra. Mm -hmm. And you wear it for eight hours during the day. You drink lots of water and you exercise. You drink lots of water and exercise in the corset. In the corset. So the benefit of it, because of the tight compression, it'll help you to reduce your food volume intake. So it'll help achieve the healthier practice of taking smaller meals more often um, than your usual three or four meals a day. Wow. Yes. And, and, and how comfortable is it, first of all? Look, it's, it's not very comfortable, but it's not painful, you see. So for somebody who wants to drop a few inches around the waist, it's worth it, I'd say. And it's a much cheaper way than going the cosmetic surgery route. And do, do, does the weight stay away after this, or does it have to be a permanent f fixture in your life? You're using it. Just... I think it's, it's a lifestyle fixture in your life. What you need to do is just maintain wearing it every now and then. So if you're wearing it for eight hours, that's very drastic. It moves down to fewer hours in a week, and just to make, maintain the shape. Because essentially, what it is is body contouring. Does it work for me? It does work. I've had such good feedback from my clients. There are a few hiccups here and there with any other product. Mm -hmm. um, and that being, some people would wear it tightly, which I don't mm -hmm. The last hook. Now, that is an issue. So you start from the first hook and then you gradually move down. And but if you begin at the tightest, then you will probably feel pain or even bruising. Pumi, I'm losing you. Are you? But please stay as still as you can. Okay, not moving at all. Okay, fantastic. So you you need to gradually kind of uh, tighten it as as weeks go by, as opposed to wear it very tight from the beginning. Correct, correct. So once the garment is worn in, you can then begin to use the second set of plaits, um, progressing down to the next size. Now, is how healthy is this? I think it's, it's, it's a healthy product, and if you are well-informed about waist training, then you'll use it accordingly. But what you find, especially in America, they, they seem to want waist sizes that are possibly three times smaller than they should be. Mm. Um, so it really goes with the individual. But as a product itself, they are very safe. When you say... <laughs> Do they come in different sizes to accommodate different yes. sized women? And of course, I suppose different colors as well. Different colors, different sizes from extra small all the way to triple XL. And they come in various colors. I, however, only stock black because of my high-end clientele who prefer to wear it during the day under their garment. <laughs> so they go to work and wear this thing the whole day. Even they do. Even they while they're not exercising. Husband. Huh? Yes. yes, and they wear it under their tight-fitting dresses too for date night. But why, Pumi? I don't understand. <laughs> I really don't understand. It's good for you, good for business, I guess. You know. Of uh, course. But do you ever talk to the women that use it and uh, and find out why? I'm I'm, I'm sure that it's because, it's because they want a nice small waist. Uh, but are there any other issues that they have about themselves? Women generally do have issues with their stomach. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of them, of my clients, they have just re recently given birth. 
So they want to snap back to their original rate. Mm. So, so there they're addressing a different issue. Then you have other people who just feel they would like a better contour, a better shape, as you see um, in the media, your Kim Kardashians, your Beyonce. Oh and they were not born that way. So that is the quickest and easiest way for them. Oh, really? They weren't, they weren't born that way? i'm glad somebody's telling the truth that they weren't born that way you know look you've you've got to be honest and i i I do at at times just manage their expectations about the product too i warn them against the dangers but essentially they should keep a healthy diet and exercise regularly that's the key to this as well Mm-hmm. So you you can't sit in a waist trainer all day and stuff yourself with greasy chicken and think, you know, you'll see the best results. So do you do you advise your? Because I'm I'm just worried about the weight coming back again. Because if it's that easy to get it off and get that flat stomach and a, a nice beautiful waist, um, you probably you know don't have that much discipline without the belt that you're going to have to continue using it for life. Are these the conversations you have with your clients? I do. Some of them are prepared to wear waist trainers for life Mm. and and maintain the the body shape Mm. for that period. But a number of them are gym freaks. So they enjoy wearing this belt to gym and maintaining this new shape they have. Nobody wants to lose it. Nobody wants to lose this illusion. So there's there's no organ damaged by 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 the tightness of the belt, and and can they breathe still? They can breathe. <laughs> they can certainly breathe still. Now here's the thing: the danger comes with the steel boned corset, steel boned waist cinches, which, which this I one doesn't have. Would I don't stock that? Okay, I've tried it. Okay, and I had terrible feedback. So what I have, my one comes with the flexi boned rodding so it's almost like your it's flexible material that holds the waist trainer in shape Mm. and it it doesn't hurt around whereas the the steel one it's it's like wearing an underwire bra around your stomach your stomach that is painful and doesn't it chaff your skin in any way some people are sensitive to the material so that's why i do advise for them to wear a thin vest underneath Mm-hmm. Alternatively, you can wear it directly to your skin because the interior is cotton. Phew, for me, I'm, I, I couldn't believe it when I heard that, you know, women are, are, are really training their waists. <laughs> <laughs> and Our fa- parents have been doing it for years. It's just that the material was different. Well, I, I I remember my mother wearing a, 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 a brazier with a corset. That, Correct. You know, and that was painful for her. Correct. It is but, but nowadays, they've developed their technology and it's, it's terrible. Okay. So how do we get these? Uh, I know lots of women are going to ask me because they want to get hold of these ways. Are, they only, are you the only uh, supplier in South Africa or are there others? I'd love to change. I don't believe I am. There are other suppliers. And women need to be cautious whom they approach mm. for waist trainers. We don't know about waist trainers. Be informed before you purchase one. We are available, we are in Melrose, and we have an office there. So they are. They can come through to our offices or they can call us for an appointment. We do ship around the country. 
So, so what what sort of uh, research must people do to to know that they they've got the right product? What should they arm themselves with? What sort of information? They, they firstly they should just read more about it and also visit the the supplier that you're purchasing the race trainer from and inquire about the fabric that's used and follow their social media. We have a social media page Instagram mm-hmm. that you see a lot of. A lot of our clients are recommendations from previous clients and and so forth. The word of mouth helps. You'll see results from other people. Or just, yeah, stalk their pages, their so, public profiles. Tell me, Pumi, do you only deal with waist trainers? Do you do bras and other underwear? You butt lifters. Sorry? <laughs> you do what? Butt lifters. I oh, know. No. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to me about that. Butt lifters for <laughs> women who have the jelly butt, jelly like butt. Um, it's too firm and keep it doit, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, I tell oh. you the things we do. And what do men get? Why don't they get to to wear all of this stuff? You know, I've when- had I've had a few requests. It's just that right now I'm sampling some of the main products I have. To see if they truly work because that's what i do when i get these products i first test them out in the market and see do well they really i'd work? love a waist trainer i think most of our men need waist trainers <laughs> <laughs> a waist trainer for men so you've got a butt support uh, item yes butt lifters they call but butt lifters yes and how what, what do they look like is it just like a piece of underwear so what it looks like yes it really does uh it possibly looks like hot pants Oh. And on the behind, on the buttocks, two circled holes around. So yeah. your butt sticks out from that, and then it holds it firmly up. And <laughs> it looks quite bizarre. <laughs> I, I can imagine. I'm trying to. I'm trying. I thought I had a sick <laughs> mind. I'm trying to imagine what you what you're describing. So, and what? How often do you use that? Do you use that daily, or just when you dress up? When? You know what? I prefer to wear it only when I'm dressing up, depending on the garment. For example, I don't look good in pants. Okay. So I prefer to wear it when I'm wearing your palazzo pants. Mm-hmm. And my behind looks perfect when I'm wearing it that way. Or to gym when I'm doing squats. Half the job is done because my butt is lifted. Well, does it does it eventually stay lifted? Or right is now it- I, can see, I can see my results in myself. It's gradual it's gradual results nothing instant so it doesn't does it eventually um, lift it and then leaves it leaves it lifted i've yet to see that i've yet to see that but i can just see the results they're coming in right now slowly um give it a few more weeks i'll know so i want to know you've got you've got your butt lifter you've got your waist trainer and you're going out on a date you come home and you've got all these things to deal with. Who's to deal with those things? Myself. Yes. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Okay. So, if it's myself, that, that's entirely okay. But, but, <laughs> <laughs> but if it's somebody else, then those things should quickly disappear before they're seen. Oh, is that what happens? Yeah. Oh, okay. So they don't know those things exist. But they shouldn't know about these things. Yeah, because I think it would be so clumsy. It would be the the biggest put off ever. 
No, they shouldn't know. No, they shouldn't know. Pumi, I love talking to you. And when you get a lot of these things, please keep me posted, girl. Because I, I need to get with the program, you know. Okay. <laughs> and talk about. Listen, what 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 do they retail at? Seven hundred and ninety-nine. That's for the waist trainer. Mm-hmm. And the butt lifters are five hundred and fifty rand. And are they made abroad, or do you make them here? They're made abroad. We're looking into making them here in South Africa. I think you should. Now that you're in the business, I, I think you should. Thank you for your time, Pumi. Thank you for talking to us. Thank you so much. And go and lace up now. <laughs> <laughs> Take care. All right. Bye bye. Bye bye. Well, they, who knew? Huh? There you have it. Uh, Pumi Tembu, Urbane Lifestyle, Waist Trainers and Butt Lifters. Hey, us girls go through so much trouble.